We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm Kate Anderson, and for some reason, I'm here hosting this podcast by Popular Man, which is <laughs> beyond me. But nevertheless, here with me today, we have producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. I have no idea how you won over me, and I've been on this for five years. I've <laughs> only know. been on it for two days. <laughs> we have professional screw-up, Alex Toledo. What's up? What's going on? Uh, we have our resident statistician and pun master, Nikias Duncan. Hello. What's up, guys? I have one question before we start this. Um, how did Alex get titled the professional screw-up? Take it away, Alex. All right, so, uh, you know, there's been a few different times where, you know, I might have come in late a couple of different times, uh, and with other times me having technical issues. Uh, somehow I always screw up my intro like I am right now. Um, <laughs> and that became my title and it's pretty accurate. So I, I can't really fight about it. So you and I are working an event together next week. So uh, basically what you're telling me is I should be prepared for some yes, type of chaos. I'm totally prepared. I'll probably okay. slip on a banana and fall or something. <laughs> okay. Just don't take me down with you. What's, what's the event you guys are covering for listeners? We are covering the carnival, the Shaq carnival event. I guess Shaq is the chief fun officer of, of Carnival. What is a chief fun officer? I think it is a title that they created for Shaquille O'Neal to give him a job. 
they got him on payroll. <laughs> Nikias, what is a chief fund officer to you? I have absolutely no idea. So Carnival's going to have a new ship. They're like unveiling a new ship and uh, the heater putting their partner in Carnival putting together an event. Uh, Shaq's hosting it as the official chief fund officer uh, of Carnival. Shane Batty is going to be there. Alonzo is going to be there. Glenn Rice is going to be there. And me and Kate are going to go talk to them. It's going to be fun. I'm really excited. I think they'll have some good I things have, to say. <laughs> there's no way I should be over there. I, I'm still a little bit, it, it hasn't hit me yet. I was just off a cruise. That's why I wasn't even on last week. So I was hoping I could go down, but I couldn't. Yo, and the I'll event is on the I'll cruise. The event is on the cruise, man. I'm excited yeah. about it. I've, I did an event on the cruise once. I met Sama Hayek and Antonio Banderas for a Puss in Boots orange carpet. Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. That might be a little better to check. <laughs> I actually got to watch the screening of it, and then I got to interview them afterwards. So it was fun. How was the movie? It wasn't as good as Shrek 1 or 2. <laughs> I didn't even know they did a Puss in Boots spinoff. He did. Was actually pretty good. Oh. It's good heat content we got going. It's not like we have three people covering heat events at this moment that we can go to at any point. <laughs> I feel like we we could kind of jump into this because the heat they finally did something worth talking about. It is a small something in the eyes of some, but it is something, and that would be Udonis Haslam. He's back, signed a one year deal, two point four million. He's returning for his sixteenth NBA season. How do we feel about that, Brian? Um, I guess I'm happy. I don't, I, I kind of want him back with Wade. Like if he's just him, if it's just him by himself, I feel like that defeats the purpose. Cause I wanted both Wade and Haslam to retire at the same time. And Haslam's kind of noted that a bunch of times in his last few interviews, even with uh, Tim Rounds recently, uh, this past week. So if Wade's not back and it's just Haslam by himself. And it's not as fun. No, it's definitely not as fun because you kind of want that whole farewell tour for the both of them at the same time, kind of like a brothers in arms thing. Alex, what about you? <laughs> what do I think about UD coming back? You talked to him. I'm excited, man. Yeah, I had a feeling he was going to come back. It didn't seem like it was, there was really much in the air, uh, up in the air. I'm excited because <laughs> we, need, we need names, man. And the, God knows the Heat need names. They gotta put. They gotta sell these tickets. They gotta sell these season tickets. Did you see what uh what Ethan tweeted out from the Five Reasons Sports account? The uh, the one about the season tickets. Yeah, about the season tickets. How they've kind of been really bad right now <laughs> selling tickets. I mean, <laughs> they got the hardest job in the NBA right now. <laughs> the season ticket account managers. <laughs> They're trying to sell you long term deals, <laughs> and they they already used up all their long term deals on their players. True. Yikes. Nikaias, <laughs> what about you? How do you feel about Haslam coming back? Uh, I don't see the point, honestly. But um, I don't know. Like, Veteran leadership? No, not even, not even one thing? I mean, not really. Like, he should be coaching at this point. I mean, Nikaias he has been not for your intangibles. Like, <laughs> I don't, man. Like, I want UD to stay around the Heat organization forever. But, like, he, there's no reason he should have a roster spot right now. But even though there aren't, like, a lot of huge names on the Heat roster, I mean, that's something familiar for at least the fans to be like, oh, at least we could go there knowing UD is going to be in the building. You don't think that helps at all? Um, in terms of tickets, not really. I don't think anybody's 
coming to see UD regardless. And if they're coming to watch them play, then I feel like they're going to be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about you. I go to games to watch UD and warm-ups. <laughs> Gotta watch them take those corner jumps. Wait, how would fans be disappointed if UD was playing? Wouldn't that mean the Heat were getting at least blowing another team out? So that right. means that's a guaranteed win. No, I think he said disappointed that he's not playing. <laughs> oh, but that would make more sense. Well, UD had um, a pretty interesting thing to say to Tim Reynolds. He said basically, when he retires, he wants to let it be known that he wants a statue. He said, if people knew where I came from, the things that I've been through, a statue would be perfect because I'm as solid as that statue will ever be. God, I love him. (laughs) He loves himself too. I love the fact that he's campaigning for a statue. I don't know if he brought it up. I don't know what the context of the quote was, but the fact that he's out here saying that he deserves a statue, that's great, man. He knows his value. What would the statue even be? Like, what, what would the statue be? Like, what would that pose be? Would it just be him with, like, his blood coming out of his face? It should be when he got up off the bench to threaten the West. There's no denying it has to be a cornrows, UD, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. Did he have cornrows when he, when he got up and cursed out David West? No, he didn't. He was no. in for phase at that point. I think I would, I would vote for that moment. Specifically mid-curse. <laughs> Turn that into a statue. That would be interesting. Or like blood running down his eyes. I saw someone text in the Lebetard show um, when, when the announcement came out about the statue. And he said that there's no point of, of Haslam getting a statue because he's a statue already. Yikes. That's harsh. It is harsh. I thought people loved UD. I thought he was like, I mean, not to see him play, but he is kind of like Mr. Miami. Like he is their guy. And then they'd be so critical of him. Hey, UD's great as a person. Right. I think he doesn't want to take a coaching position because he's going to be too busy running for mayor after he retires. That would be cool. Okay, I'm here for Mayor Udonis. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I like that. I don't even think there's boundaries on that type of thing anymore on like who can run. Lufa Campbell ran for mayor of Miami. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> he almost won, I think. Or people voted for him. My ticket. My ticket. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Who's, who's the VP? <laughs> that was hard, man. I don't know, man, because Pitbull's out here. Pitbull's out here making 40 mil a year, according to some stuff I was reading on Twitter. He's like one of the highest grossing artists in, in, in hip hop. Like, <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Does he make that money off of his music, or there's no way? Yeah, I think he's got a bunch of stuff going on. Man. Gotta be. Getting in on all the remixes, all the radio remixes. Can you imagine how many stuff he probably has production credits on? Just because it's his name? That's a man. That's, that guy, didn't he start a school here, too? Slam Academy. so much stuff, yeah. Is, yeah. It, is that a charter school? He, I believe so. It's mm-hmm. right next to Marlins Park. They have... One of the nicest basketball courts I've ever seen in, in the school. It's like on the top floor. They have like a 10-floor building, and it's like on the top floor. All the walls on the sides are glass. So you it can is a see school. Miami. Yeah. 3.5 stars. Go into Google. <laughs> wow. I don't know how to verify. Wow. 3.5 <laughs> stars. Go into Google. Yeah, Brian doing the research. <laughs> <laughs> Brian? <laughs> Oh, that's that's all I got. 
I can read some reviews. I feel like that'd be really lame. Well, I don't think anybody cares that much. <laughs> I think we probably lost him 10 minutes ago. So. This is off season. Let's talk about people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about Bam and TJ and Wayne Ellington playing with superstars, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden, all working out together at the AAA. Do you think this means something for the Heat's future? I don't even know why this is a topic of conversation, but. Why do you say that? Because I think this is very, like, it's not impactful for anything because these guys are all friends. Every half of the NBA works out in Miami in the offseason. And all of these guys are friends. And it's just like, for them, it's like playing pickup ball with your homeboys. You know what I'm saying? Are you telling me they're not taking secret meetings in the offices after the pickups? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm going to have to vote no. You don't That's think Pat Riley was there? there? No, I don't, I don't think it had anything to do with who wants to go where in their free agency. I kind of disagree. I feel like this is kind of stuff you need to happen before like a transaction like that happens. Like you kind of need the in and, and the only way to get in without tampering is having your players interact with them. <laughs> That's kind of like the whole Wade, Bosch, LeBron situation, even though that was Olympics and it was a completely different story. But he, like, especially like players like Kyrie, um, who else was there? James Harden and uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Durant. You know, those are kind of players that you would want in a heat culture system because they're all about just working out constantly everywhere, no matter who, where and where they are. So, I'm sorry, but those guys, they're not. That is not what be that here. is about. <laughs> doesn't mean they'll be here, but I think it helps at least in, in BAM and, and some of the other players' situation for, for them to build up that network. And BAM's only a second-year player at the moment. I definitely think it's good for them to learn from those guys. You know, it's always good to be around people who are more experienced than you and have, you know, Kevin Durant, my God, like just to play in his presence is probably like a teaching instrument in itself. But as far as, uh, as far as, you know, whether or not that's going to impact one of those guys ending up in Miami or like there's, like you said, secret meetings going on after these practices, I think that's just not not realistic at all. Who knows? Because I keep hearing these different things about, about how the Heat are so accommodating to players and opening up the gym at any, at any time of the day, any, to any point during the summer. I'm like, hmm. Once they're on the gym, you know, they have a taste of what the American Airlines Arena is, and, you know, playing with <laughs> yeah. some teammates that should like be there if they're not traded. Cough, cough, Tyler Johnson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far-fetched, you know. I wish the players they were playing against were at least worse because it's like at the end of the day we just get these highlight videos where like Kyrie's doing some ridiculous layup. Like Tyler Johnson. You know how many times Tyler Johnson got beat by Kyrie off the dribble? Kelly <laughs> Link's trying to like chase Kevin Durant in transition. I'm like, what are you doing? Could you imagine Ellington trying to guard Kyrie? Oof. <laughs> Ellington trying to guard anybody. <laughs> oh boy. I had to, man. That playoff season's hurt. <laughs> yeah, man. He was a disappointment in the playoffs. Forget the Toronto game. <laughs> Yo, that's right. That was a huge game. That was that was one of the best games of the season, man. At that point, I'm like, we could do anything. <laughs> we even break Damon Jones's three point record. We might make it to the second round. <laughs> Dude, I was convinced. Uh, should, should we call on Gianni? Do, do we feel like we're done here? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about Jay, that, that little nugget you have about Jay Rich? Oh, yeah. How many so of you guys even read that story from Barry? It was from yesterday. Yeah, so Barry Jackson reported that uh, in a nugget in his story that Jay Rich was, uh, was 
I'm sorry, <laughs> people who were talking about trying to trade for Jay Rich and the Heat swiftly declined. Uh, first round picks were involved. And yeah. What do you think, Nikias? But you can't move Josh Richardson unless you're getting a star out of it. And even then, Josh is kind of the guy you want to have alongside a star. I just don't feel like he's anyone they need to think about moving right now. Especially on the deal that he has is like the only one of the only favorable deals on the Heat. And it's a young guy. Like it's, it's there's too much. There's too much to trade away there. It was a first round pick from one team that got offered. Uh, I wonder what that one team could have been because I don't know. Like, well, at what point do you think the Heat would even accept a first round pick for Jay Rich? Would it have to be like a lottery team? It would have to be top 10. Like, what, what team would be up there that could potentially make that move and make it worthwhile? Like, probably a team with a lot of picks. Uh, like, a team is. It better not be Boston because I'd be so pissed off. Yeah, it, it would have to be a team like that. Like, Last so thing they need is another wing. I feel like if there was going to be a team that would have did it at the draft last year or at least offered it, maybe it would have been the Clippers since they had two picks in the lottery. And I feel like they could have afforded to try to flip one of those. By the way, I read it, I felt like it was for next year's draft class. Oh, well, uh, that would make sense for a team to try to get a first-round pick because that draft is supposed to be pretty weak outside of, like, the top three or four. Oh, so they were trying to pull one over on the Heat, basically. It's probably Phoenix. I wouldn't be surprised if it was somebody offering like a a pick that might end up like 15, 16, 17. I don't I I don't think anybody was out here offering some extremely valuable pick to the Heat to be honest. For a 25-year-old, I love Jay Rich, but you know, trading trading away a pick like that for a 25-year-old if you're a young team in that situation, I don't know. I could see Dallas doing it. That would make sense to try to maximize Dirk's last year. I even maximized Dirk's last year, but they also have a they – they definitely need a two-guard. Yeah. It's his last year. Can I bring him in? You got a nice core around him with Harrison Barnes. You got some Luka Doncic on there. Like, I see that working. Dennis Smith yeah. Jr. Dirk doesn't deserve this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dirk gave up so much money. He's been taking pay cuts for five years with a promise of being a playoff team. They can't even get him into the playoffs, man. Can't win 40. Please take a pay cut so we can pay Dwight Powell. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? So disrespectful. Guys, I'm here to present you with our newest partner, BetDSI. The NFL and NCAA football season are upon us, and it's time to take that pigskin knowledge to the bank at BetDSI.com. BetDSI is celebrating 20 years online by building an impeccable reputation for great service and fast payment of your winnings. BetDSI has an excellent mobile interface so that you can play, win, and get paid anytime, anywhere. To help you get started with some extra bang for your buck, BetDSI is offering Miami Heat Beat listeners double your money on your first deposit using promo code HEAT101. That's right, deposit to start winning and get up to $2,500 free. That's double your money right from the get-go. When it comes to football, BetDSI has every wager you can ever want or imagine. If it's happening, BetDSI will put a line on it. Bet on the NFL, NCAA football, MLB, NBA, UFC, esports, and all other global sports. You can even bet on politics, celebrities, and reality shows for that matter. I wonder if I can bet on Survivor. That'd be interesting. 
You can also bet on live games while they're playing with BetDSI's live betting. Don't stand on the sidelines this season. Be in it to win it and enjoy the games that much more when you play at BetDSI. Remember, that's promo code HEAT101 to get in on the action and get paid. Okay, let's call our fearless leader, Gianni. <laughs> fearless. <laughs> so Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tap 42. I'm your host, Carlo Nales. I'm with me today. I feature President Alf and my friend, Tangari and Tonic. Live from Aventura Hall. Hi, Kate. How are things going? It's kind of a train wreck. How is it so good? We've gone 15 minutes and we went through all of our pod topics already. You went through all the pod topics. We'll have Alf next to me. I'll tell you a crown and, and, and um, a double crown and what? And ginger ale. So at the event, so if you guys don't know, Alf and I went to go cover the Dwayne Wade and Jonathan Tyler restaurant opening in Aventura. What's it called? 880 degrees? 800 degrees kitchen. It's wood fire kitchen. It's, a, it's like, a, like a pizza slash like grill. I, I believe it's competing with Blaze Pizza. And if you don't know, that is a bronze pizza place. And I apologize if it's loud. Um, but Alf and I did some journalism out there. Well, Alf didn't do Alf just filmed it. I did some journalism. Um, Alf did great. Alf did video journalism. Alf did video journalism. I asked the question, and by question, I asked Dwayne Wade if he wants to play next season. And he gave me the old veteran okie dokie by saying, I'm going to play until I can't anymore. Which, wait, wait, what does that mean? I, asked him, I don't even know. I, I believe it means like pick up basketball, like, or just like fucking around. Not really sure what it means, but I just know I that you uh, gave me a non-answer. Yeah, yeah, Alex is right. You got Euro-stepped. <laughs> yeah, D-Wade Euro-stepped me. D-Wade Euro-stepped the hell out of me. Um, You're not going to look here. I can report that Hold on, wait a second. I got news. Udonis Haslam said that he would be rooting for Toledo instead of the University of Miami in their upcoming game. What? Because of How about that? Well, I actually do have information. Um, Dwayne Wade said there is no plan B. He kind of reiterated that his retirement for the Miami Heat, when asked by one Ira Winderman if he would play next, if he was been offered a contract for next season, uh, Dwayne said, ask my agent. So he pretty much gave us a stiff arm. And let me tell you something, yo. Ira came out the box with like 10 questions. He's like, did they offer you the mid-level exception? Did they this? Did they that? And Udonis steps in and goes, damn, man, you don't give us a warm-up or anything. You just go straight into it. So Ira's out here calling out Giannis uh, is out here calling out Ira but the most important part of the night I met the puppet himself Anthony Chang of the Miami Herald he was very nice, friend of the show and during the proceedings tonight um, a waiter came out with a platter of wine to which he offered to Al B and the rest of the media down there and I've never covered an event like this where there was alcohol and I look at the wine, and I go, man, I guess you just some wine. I'm really nervous. Alf was like, yo, I, I'm ready to get lit. And we kind of looked around, and then Anthony declined, and then Ira declined, and then Tim Reynolds declined. So then, obviously, we declined, because we weren't going to be the only assholes drinking on press row. So what so, I wondered, yo, I, to be honest with you, yo, Alf and I, Alf looking at me, we regretted the decision, because it came with a rum punch not like 20 minutes after, offering us again. Honestly, yo, I think that press row needed some alcohol. Hold on, I'll pause the talk. Can you loosen it a little bit? Hello. 
Hi, Alf. What's up? What's going on? Scale one to ten, how drunk are you right now? Oh, I'm not that bad. I've only had two double chronic figures. <laughs> Just that's After it. This Alf. Next one. Alf, I have yes. a question for you. Go ahead. Did Gianni cry? Gianni did not cry. Oh, um, what? Disappointed. No, no. Okay, I think I have a. I think I have a reason for that because it was very humid, and I think his the, all the salt water that was in his tear duct was on his back because mm. he was sweating. <laughs> Yeah, he couldn't produce tears because he was sweating through his dress shirt. <laughs> but do you think if he wasn't now, sweating so much, he may have... If he wasn't sweating, he would have cried at the side of Blade Wade. Blade Wade came out of like this like, Lamborghini with like butterfly doors, suicide doors, butterfly, whatever. Um, like It was like really fancy. I didn't think it needed to be that dramatic or whatever. Like UD showed up in a Range Rover with his wife. And UD was late because that's how we get down. Um, Take notes from Miami. Wait, do you think do you think uh, Miami Heat beat audience knows about color people time? I would no. Say. Why don't you tell do you them that? Do you think that's okay? Like color people time is uh <laughs> it's, it's 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 from the uh, late eighteen hundreds, uh, where we we would show up late to everything, and it's a tradition. Uh, so colored people. Um, you can't say that anymore. Even though NAACP still uses colored people, but you're not allowed to say color anymore. Anyway, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> Listen to life and opinions for my opinion on that. But anyway, <laughs> Nikias, can you confirm? Time, wait, wait, Nikias, can you confirm that before you before you continue? I can confirm that. Yes. Okay, so we got one confirmation. <laughs> Thank you, Nikias. So, color people time is when Dwayne showed up like uh, regular color people time. And then UD showed up like real color people time, like ten minutes after Dwayne showed up. So it was good. Like we, uh, uh, Johnny did ask a question. It was like really deep. I couldn't even believe that uh, Dwayne heard it. It was like, do you still want to play? <laughs> and then Dwayne was like, looked at him like he looked at him like disgustedly, like, yeah, I still want to play. I'm always gonna Is play. that where the photo I'm came from? I can't play it. I'm gonna play till my ankles fall off. Like that, that was kind of like the whole thing. And then we met um, we met Ira, and Ira's super. Ira's really really nice. So now I feel bad for all the bad things I've said about Ira in the past. Um, we met Anthony Chang. Uh, I don't feel bad about anything I said about Anthony Chang. <laughs> <laughs> Media trained. Hey, what were you wearing? But I wore a uh, I wore a white button down skirt with with the sleeves rolled up. Okay. Um, Biani told me how to wear nice shoes. I wore sneakers to fuck Biani. Um, <laughs> I was gonna wear jeans with with like I didn't wear cargo shorts, which was a mistake. Okay, <laughs> uh, let me tell you guys this much: not wearing cargo shorts was a mistake. Because all like the cameramen were like wearing t-shirts and cargo shorts, and basically yeah, all. Like, yeah, but they need the yeah, pockets. They I have was, so many. They need to put all the batteries somewhere. All I was doing was being a cameraman. Like I was doing like Instagram, like I was doing Instagram stories, and uh, I was updating Twitter, and like I, you were a was social media coordinate. You were a social media correspondent. You have to abide That's by the code. 
Yeah, for Kate, I, I think social media correspondents wear cargo shorts. I think they I'm don't sure. because I know a few of them. And Shut I up, Kate is talking. Shut up, Kate is talking. So, Kate, what, 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 what should a, uh, a social media correspondent wear? They should probably, it depends on what you're doing, an event like that, you should definitely be in dark jeans or slacks with a button-up shirt. Okay, so I was wearing jeans not and in. a button-up shirt. Were they dark jeans? Nice dress jeans? No, yeah, they were no, they're nice jeans. I was going to wear like my jeans for like the tears of them because I wanted to feel like hip because I was like at a hip event. But like Johnny told me not to, and that was probably a bit fucking move. Yeah, that was probably a smart one. I would say you were in, you were definitely within dress code. But the cargo shorts, that is strictly for cameramen. They are literally operating on their own world. So you're telling me I want to be a cameraman when I grow up? Basically, but you know how heavy those cameras are? You better think about it. But if you have all those, all those boxes, like, you can, uh, you can carry extra, like, accessories and shit. You're sold on a career as a cameraman because you can wear pockets? Yes. Okay. Well, my my, my career that. right now, when I'm in the field, I can wear cargo shorts. And it, it, it's honestly why I love my job. <laughs> okay. Well, we have, uh, we have Christian. Her, no, wait, Chris, Christian Hernandez is here. He was also covering the event, too. Christian, say hi to the audience. Oh, we can't hear you. Oh, great. <laughs> this is really oh, masterful, masterful production, guys. <laughs> wait, can, okay. can you hear I'm me? Gonna bow, I'm gonna bow I can out. hear him now. Wait, wait. Sorry. Shut up. Christian is talking. Guys, the mic was on off mode. That's totally on me. That's 100%. <laughs> was it on, on off mode when I, you were doing your interviews? Look, I was talking before and I was like, man, are they just not hearing me? Like, what's <laughs> happening right now? I definitely didn't drink during this event, by the way. Not at all. You're a liar. One, you're a no, one a liar. time did I drink. <laughs> you're a, you had a margarita before the event started. <laughs> Those are private. Anyway, uh, it was actually a really great event. Um, it was at the Satai Miami Beach. Um, it was uh, an event called Like the Heat. Uh, there was a how are you, what, like how are you talking garbage, Chris? You, you're drinking on the you're drinking on the job, dude. Talking, I'm literally about to get so an immaculate synopsis, and you're cutting me off with your scratchy ass sounding voice on that telephone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. eat whoa. it, eat it. I'm gonna go drink more. I'm gonna let you guys <laughs> get it. You go, you go drink. <laughs> Yo, Ethan, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, if you can hear us, thank you. <laughs> That's the name of the pod for sure. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is the Five Reason Sports Network, Miami Sports on Demand. We now have 13 podcasts in the network posting roughly 15 times per week, all absolutely free. Find all of our shows on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Podbean. Plus, become a member of our patron feed and you'll get even more fresh content. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Here's some of what you missed last week on BallsCast. Dolphin season is coming up, man. The whole fucking Ryan Tannehill thing, I'm so tired of that shit. I don't hate him, I don't love him, I'm so indifferent. I just want it to be over. Like, be good or fucking don't be good. He's a, he's a oh, radical yeah. centrist. It's legitimately dreadful watching the Dolphins, man. Like, is this, <laughs> is it worth it to be a, to be a Dolphin fan? 
Like this is, this feels terrible. If you want to get involved as a sponsor or a contributor, reach out to us at number five reason sports on Twitter. And don't forget to punch five reasons in your search bar and then hit subscribe. Okay. Um, no, but yeah, but the, the event was actually, it was really nice. Um, I mean, I don't know if you, if you guys have never been to the Satayam Miami beach, it's definitely one of the nicest hotels on the beach. Put your mic closer to your mouth. Um, I will definitely be putting the mic closer to my mouth, as well as posting pictures from the event that I went to uh, tonight. Um, unfortunately, the only the only players that were really up for media availability were Bam and Briante. Um, I got a chance to speak with Bam for a little bit. Um, I asked him a little bit about his foundation, um, which is you know it's a foundation that's really meant to um, you know kind of be there for kids that. Uh, didn't uh, necessarily have, you know, uh, both parents there growing up. Um, you know, I, I believe the, the BBB stands for uh, BAM Books and Brotherhood. Um, and so a lot of the proceeds went towards his foundation. Um, I had a chance to also talk to him about uh, what he was doing this, uh, this summer in Summer League. He was a little reserved about trying to talk. I would try to get him to open up a little bit about his ball handling and doing things a little different than he did last season. Uh, but he talked more, you know, about building chemistry with his teammates. And, you know, he says he's been playing a, playing a lot of pickup ball this summer. Um, and I got a chance to talk to him about that little scrimmage with uh, with Katie and Kyrie and Harden. Oh. He also said that uh, the Morris brothers were there. I, I was listening to Briante talk to Barry Jackson. And uh, apparently Bri- Briante was there. It turns out a lot of people were there. But obviously those videos that surface only seem to be focusing on the big all-stars. But um, – but yeah, it was. Um, he said it was. Uh, it was good that they they do a lot of scrimmages, about two scrimmages a week during the off season to make sure that they're staying in shape. And a lot of times when these guys come in from out of town, you know, they're just looking to play ball, and it's basically whoever's there is there. So, oh, that seems to be the reasonable uh, reason for that <laughs> for that occurring. Every I was conspiring earlier that I my theory is that the Heat have been so accommodating as we've heard over and over again. Because that gives Pat the, the opportunity to open up the office doors in case anybody which wants to casually walk through. No tampering, of course, but it's a casual conversation. Yeah. But now that you know there were more guys there, does it make it less meaningful to you? No, not at all. That place is super nice. It's really nice. The drinks were good. I didn't drink. I didn't drink at all, by the way. Not not at all. <laughs> well, we <believe> but uh, no, and I actually, I got a chance to, so JJ, uh, James Johnson was actually there as well. Um, he was not, uh, he did not end up being available to the media, but he was at the bar with his, uh, I want to say fiance, Diana. I got, he, I got introduced to her as well. Uh, and I asked him real quick just how his hernia was doing because uh, he had the hernia surgery earlier in the summer. Um, and he said that he's, he's doing well in recovery and that he said he's almost 100%, which is good considering that, uh, you know, camp is starting soon. Uh, but he looked good, man. He, he was rocking some, some Gucci shoes that my girlfriend was, was very into. Yo, JJ always shows out. I've noticed that. When he's out, anytime I've seen him at, at any event or at, at one of those Miami Pro-Am games, he always shows out. He's got the shoes. He's always dressed up with some colorful shirts. Yeah. No, really nice. And he was enjoying himself a nice glass of wine, too. He looks like he's a guy who enjoys his wine, which I totally respect. Which is funny because Alf and, uh, and Gianni couldn't drink. I mean, Dwine. <sighs> Dwine. Yeah. Dwine. I mean, you know, I guess if, you know, if like Tim and, and you know, the puppet are not going to drink, <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Anthony. I know you I didn't drink, you. obviously. I got a chance to meet Barry tonight. He's so nice, man. Barry Jackson, what a legend, man. He's, he's so humble. Like, 
super humble, super nice. You know, he, he, he asked me right away, oh, you're one of Ethan's guys. I'm like, I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> but he was really cool. Wait, did you say that demeaningly or? No, no. He was, I think he was, he was, it was more of like in a way of trying to like identify me, you know. Okay. Yeah. No, it was de- definitely. So he was, he was reporting about you. Yeah, yeah but I'll tell you what, I, I definitely learned from Barry uh, about how to handle media situations because the second that the media availability started, he came in like a heat-seeking missile out of nowhere and was right in Briante's face with the freaking recorder asking him like 10 questions. I learned a lot tonight. I need to be more aggressive like Barry. If you're not first, you're last. Exactly. Amen. So how's the podcast going, Kate? How how are you doing with the with the rains? Um, you know, I would say it could have gone better, but I. <laughs> the good news is it can only go up from here. I mean, there just hasn't been much to talk about. Yeah, man. Maybe yeah. we just reported like three different things in the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, well, that's true. In fact, Chris, you should probably tweet out that James Johnson nugget right now, and he actually already did. Ooh, let me retweet it. Oh, you should. What James yeah. Johnson nugget? No, just that he's uh, he's almost one hundred percent from his hernia. I didn't oh, yeah. tweet that he likes wine, but I figured you know most people like wine. I didn't think that was news. No, for sure. I feel like Christian saved the show by coming on and giving us. Yeah, I like your appearance really more now than Jesus. It's it was yeah, just the definitely. sound. Like I, I I was there for I I hopped in like while you guys were already talking to them. It was just like you can't you can't call in with a cell phone, especially when like Al's already had a couple drinks and I don't know. Yeah, but this is brutal, isn't it? There's nothing to talk about. We're like, we're trying to like manufacture stuff to make people care about. But well, I mean, what we have yeah. what, like 11 days until media day or something like that? I got some news. There's a picture of Dion Waiters in a heat jersey and he tweeted out, stay tuned, can't wait to get back. That's news. Whoa. Is he thin? He does look thin. Well, <laughs> hey. this is from media day last year. So it's oh. kind of deceiving. Oh. Uh, oh. That's not a good sign. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will say, though, um, the only thing the media people at the event tonight told us before talking to either Briante or Bam was, do not bring up Dwayne Wade. <laughs> that was the only instruction they gave us. That's actually interesting, though. That's, a good, that's an interesting point, because Ethan was tweeting that out, I think, yesterday. He said that um, he, was, he was bringing up how he, the Heat don't want the story to be on somebody else uh, during media day. Yeah. And that's gonna, it's going to be the story. Yeah, and Wade even said that his deadline, uh, that's something that G and I often share, but Wade said to them that his deadline's not going to be media day, which I think is the 24th, so in about 11 days. Yeah. I think he'll skip camp. Better move. Another year I mean, step. at this point, like, <laughs> if he wasn't actually going to sign near Labor Day, um, kind of like around the same time Udonis did, then clearly this is a matter of, I mean, either he's still negotiating something. I mean, did you guys see that Kurt Heelan report that supposedly he only wants to come back? That was fake. That was 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 fake, fake. right? Okay, that that didn't sound like him, so I didn't really... They they misquoted Greg Cody, and uh, I have blocked that account officially. Uh, Okay, yeah, I don't know. I mean... He's supposed to be credible too. That's the bad part. No, yeah, but he's really more of an aggregator (laughs) than anything. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like he... I feel like at one point he was reporting stuff, and now, like, the past few years, he's just straight up aggregating. Right. 
But um, but no, I mean, I thought it was telling, you know. I mean, clearly it's still the biggest pending heat story out there. But, I mean, yeah, let's be real. I mean, Dwayne probably doesn't want to show up to training camp. Like, he's working out. Like, we see him working out. It's not like he's going to be in bad shape. Like, he's how old is he now? He's 36, 37. He doesn't need to be doing that. There's a lot of reasons for him to not want to be going to training camp. Like, what's the motivation? He doesn't know what role he's going to have. It's probably going to be off the bench. We don't know. If he's going to be getting more than 20 minutes a game, uh, he has five other guys playing the same position on the roster. The team isn't going to make it past the first round, most likely. Like, what's what's the point? Especially if they if they haven't offered him the full uh, uh, semi mid level or whatever it is that they have. Like, I don't understand the point of him signing earlier than this right past training camp. He's 36. Yeah. I mean, the message hasn't changed at all. It's Miami or retirement. It really seems like he's going to play again with how much he's working out. I just don't think he wants to go through all the, you know, the bullshit, even the media availabilities and stuff. I'm sure he probably wants to avoid a lot of that stuff and just relax. And I don't blame him. He's paid his dues. Yo, Ethan, thank you. Hey, I'm Josh Appel. And I'm Billy O'Rourke. And we are the hosts of Five Reasons Sports Network's Pro Wrestling Podcast, Mark Your Territory, where we bring you the hard-hitting well, wrestling. No, well, not, no, we don't want to, it's not too hard-hitting because you don't want to hurt the other guy. It's more of a dance we're trying to do here. We're trying to keep it. Protect, protect the other guy. Yeah, you want to protect okay, the other so guy. so maybe we'll go more in-depth. Yeah, that's good. That's better. Mark Your Territory, Five Reasons Sports Network's Pro Wrestling Podcast with the most in-depth wrestling talk you'll find. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.